HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Cheap Date. You're listening to Cheap Date, that is. My name is Kathy Array. I'm your host, and this is Heritage Radio Network here at Roberta's Pizza. And today's sponsor to thank is Fairway Market, like no other market. <laughs> and uh, we got some. Our producer is, of course, as always, Jack Insley, and Nat Wiener is our engineer. So today we have guests as well. Um, Two folks from the city who work for the city for the Council on the Environment of Council, the Council on the Environment of New York City. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. The Council on the Environment for New York City. It's about scenic, <laughs> for short. Um, we have Liz Carolla, publicity coordinator for the Green Market. Thanks Hi. so much for being here today. <laughs> yeah, thanks. And Mike Resney, who your post is officially. Uh, I'm a project manager for the Open Space Greening Program. Awesome. And you guys are also a couple. Yeah. yeah. Correct. <laughs> a little over a year now. Wow. So, and uh, you debatable. both... <laughs> Uh-oh. Here we go. <laughs> When's the anniversary here? Is that a... Today, a year and it's two months. <laughs> really? Today? Yeah. Oh. oh, a year and two months a today. A year and two months. Oh, you're good. Oh. Okay. You got this down. <laughs> we do one radio show a month, actually. That's how we remember. <laughs> you always get the same questions. Darn. Um, all right. So how did you guys meet? Were you working on a project? Uh, did you just run into each other? Uh, you work in the same building, right? Yeah, we work in the same building. We do kind of the same job. Um, so mm-hmm. if we want to... We can kind of do things together. Um, right. So we both do some volunteer coordination. I did a couple events in gardens. So you like to mix projects together so you can have the opportunity to work together. We can't. Yeah. In the spring we did um, like around Mother's Day, Mike did like a family portrait day in a garden and I made strawberry shortcakes outside of the garden in the East Village to like try and rope people in so they would stop and it sounds like you're trying to rope him in too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she was already hooked by then. Yeah. Yeah. We were already dating. This is an yeah. interesting way of dating though. Yeah. Will, will you um, <laughs> make strawberry shortcakes for this project? It's right. totally work related. Totally. Right, totally. Yeah. With Cool Whip. It does make your job more fun. Yeah. With, With cool, cool Whip. whip. Yeah. 
Hey, I'll bring the strawberry syrup. <laughs> Don't you guys work for Green Market Farmers? What's with the cool whip? No, no, no. Uh, creme fresh, creme fresh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I've been looking for creme fresh. Yeah, Ronnie Brook. Ronnie Brook has it. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe They're they the always that are sold out on it. Yeah, um, yeah uh, they, they always keep have... it on the table. They're at... mm-hmm. They're coming to market all winter. Right. So. Yeah. yeah. They're always there. They had eggnog on Saturday. Yeah. We drank they a lot of it last that night. It's pretty sample. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. yeah. We had our green market into the season <laughs> yeah. party and um, drank a lot of eggnog. Good. Mm-hmm. And I've been making a lot of hot chocolate with, with their milk, their whole milk. Yum. I love how the cream goes all the way to the top. Yeah. And it's just so <laughs> thick after you heat it. Wow. It's like cream. It's like eggnog. Almost. Yeah. But hot and chocolatey. Okay, not really then. So, um, actually, so that brings me to uh, another thought I had the other day. Um, I was talking to somebody who I happen to be dating, and it was there. There's like little things about food that can easily turn the other person off. Like if you, I don't know. And I was thinking, I was like, I don't know if I could date somebody who didn't care too much about food. Like they eat at McDonald's all the time. Mm-hmm. I can, I can accept, you know, going for nachos every now and then or something <laughs> like that. But somebody like something like food values or what you put into your body matters a lot. Uh, Mike is a little anti. <laughs> I would say I'm not anti food. You know, I went to school in the city so I, I've been around for a while. I have my places, you know. Um, so I think Liz, Liz likes to cook a lot more than I do. Yeah. But you or like period. to eat what I cook. So that kind of works out. That mm-hmm. totally works out. For the most out. part. Yeah. Do you guys cook a lot together? Uh, uh, we cohabitate the same room when we're cooking. <laughs> mm-hmm. One person is usually cooking. Another right. person is usually sitting. Yeah. But you out. guys must have so much like fresh produce at the end of the day. I have is a lot something? of stuff coming in. It, it actually works out in the season where we're so busy and we have like, you know, 60 something markets operating weekly and all. It, it was a little better this season, but in the past it's like coming home at nine o'clock at night from the office and picking up a slice of pizza, you know, yeah. in like the height of the season. So it do, it's not really until fall, even in fall it's better anyway. Cause I like all the fall vegetables better than, you know, the squash and tomatoes and corn. Winter squash. Yeah. I like oh. the, I like the you winter like squash and Brussels sprouts. Summer. Yeah. Oh. So much. So as it slows down a little bit, then I can like cook at home. And I like that. Cause know? that stuff usually is takes more time to cook. I think it's cause I'm not a very good cook. So mm-hmm. I want to just, to make something that's like like brussels sprouts i can cook a bunch of brussels sprouts and it's like super hearty and i can just eat that and be full wow that's yeah. interesting because yeah, usually weird. i hear the opposite it's like if there's some really good tomatoes i could just chop them up and be happy with that no but, i gotta um, get filled up but you but, yeah. but i'm from the south so like everything i make is full of cream and butter and eggs and that's not really how mike likes to eat so he's <laughs> <Are you laughs> from like i'll do it uh i'm from pennsylvania <laughs> The Northeast in general is a little more lean than the South, I think, you know. <laughs> Obesity rates are l- lower up here. That's okay, Liz. You right. don't show it at all. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't know. I live off bacon. <laughs> right. We have some food stories dating-wise, though. Oh, yeah? Like what? I brought you a cupcake that one time before we were dating. Don't remember. No. <laughs> it might have been someone else, actually. Whoop- yeah. <laughs> Whoopie pie. Yeah. Or yeah, ice cream sandwiches. I on think the you stool. owe her a cupcake oh, right now. Yeah. Ice cream sandwich. Yeah. That was part of his courting. He brought over ice cream sandwiches one day before we started dating. We sat in the stoop and ate them. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. I, that was very romantic to, for me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hot summer night. And for the other five people that got the other ice cream sandwiches in the box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But for cooking, I mean, who knows? I make biscuits every week. And yeah. 
We cook a Go lot of them throughout the week. Oh yeah, uh, maybe like in one day. In one day, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a gross. lot of leftovers. Yeah, yeah. We do like nights a lot. We'll do like burrito night or chili dog night or something, and just invite all our friends over. And I, I don't like think a... we've ever done chili dog night actually. No, we did chili dog. Night. We had a big party around it. <clears throat> it wasn't even that long ago. No, didn't you have a cover band called Chili Dog Night? <laughs> 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 born out of that evening i think you should form one now <laughs> can you sing us a tune man? done and done yeah <laughs> right so so you guys don't actually work at the markets all the time um mm, i oversee promotions on. at the market so mm-hmm. i pop in you know but uh no most of our work is coming out from the office chamber street okay <laughs> yeah so for lunch, what do you guys do for lunch? Chamber it's, it's Street. Chamber yeah, Street. it's okay, pretty downtown. slim pickings down by our office. That's oh, too bad. You, yeah, it's bad. We uh, what, Where's the closest green market? Oh, the City Hall market's outside Tuesdays and Fridays. Okay. So that's kind of so great. Just Tuesdays and Fridays. Yeah. yeah. Could uh, and then grab some that. stuff. There's the other one near Whole Foods. Oh yeah, there's Tribeca Market. Our Tribeca Market's at Greenwich and Chambers, but the um, City Hall Market's great. I I felt like for a while that we put that market there just because our staff is because <laughs> we like want to shop there. Yeah, yeah. It, it makes sense. It's great, and I don't be... have to go to Union Square as much because I can just walk outside and get right. stuff there. Yeah, it just sounds funny to be working for this food. Um, making it accessible and then and then <laughs> just not getting able yeah not being it's able just to that there's nothing downtown no. yeah i used to live I, downtown and the only when i was at nyu i lived at the water street dorm which is right by the seaport and the only notable place down there was there is this uh this lemongrass grill down there it's like a chain thai restaurant in new mm-hmm. york and they would do a happy hour at five thirty, and they would also have karaoke so if you went at maybe like six o'clock you would see all the Wall Street guys get out of work, come to karaoke, get drunk, hit on the waitresses, sing, sing more karaoke. <laughs> that sounds wow. like a good date. Yeah. That's so close to our office, and we've never done that. Yeah, we've never done that. We can go watch the NYU kids watch the the <laughs> Wall Street guys. Are there Wall Street guys left? <laughs> the four or five train is so empty. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Who's buying this stuff down there in the um, commuters? Oh, commuters, big time! We really. have a bunch of markets mm-hmm. downtown: Tribeca and Zuccotti Park and Bowling Green. And um, I think our Bowling Green market supposedly has more people walking through it than even in Union Square. In Union Square, we fact we figure it's like sixty thousand people a day walking through, according to like MTA numbers. That's amazing. Yeah. So if has there's that... more people at Bowling Green, it's ins- that's insane. It's all tourists and commuters. Yeah. Do you think that's risen dramatically in the last years, or is just a gradual increase? Um. Yeah. In traffic. I think, uh, gradual. I mean, there's so so much commercial activity around there. It's getting more and more like a TGI right. Fridays is but about it's... to go in next door. Oh gosh. Right across from Union Square. Hmm. I mean, just more and more shops and restaurants. And then, you know, it's just a transportation yeah. hub. So even, I mean, people are shopping. It's wall-to-wall people shopping. But there's still just a lot of people just walking do through. You, do you think that, have you gotten any complaints about that? Because I know in the summertime, it's a little hustle-bustle. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. I hear some people that, um, you know, don't want to shop there because they think it's too crowded. And then they have, we have, so, I mean, we have 48 other markets. So, like, I live in Greenpoint. And yeah, I love my Greenpoint. Market. I love my Greenpoint market. Yeah, it's wonderful. So, you know. Um, but at the same time, all the farmers are there. There's 60 to 70 farmers. Is there, there. any way, way to expand? Do you think that you'll be expanding the market? Uh, you mean like adding more farmers or yeah. just more space? Um, maybe I, it, how much space we have is like what we, 
we lease from the parks department and then the artists take up the entire south end so i think it's at, i think it might be at capacity for yeah. a while yeah especially okay. with the renovations of the park not quite done yet so right yeah there's a lot of renovations i always wondered if they're gonna encroach upon the whole like ring of the the park eventually oh like circle the, the whole thing? circle the whole uh, thing no talk of it but mm-hmm. possibly i think there's close to 80 farmers there on a saturday in the height of the season so pretty good product variety you know yeah yeah that's yeah. exciting crowded yeah, yeah. <laughs> And um, I've heard of uh, about, I don't mean to bring up like all these complaints or anything, but um, <laughs> people like, why don't they organize it by, you know, the farmer by kind of like a produce section in a shopping store, like, oh, like the, the watch district over or something. here, <laughs> yeah. the dairy over here. Um, I don't know. I mean, is for a, a lot of it, it's just like, yeah, there's a strategy for the most part, but a lot of it is just um, almost seniority, like people that have had their spaces and have had them for 30 years or 20 years. So they don't, they're like, not, they don't want to move. Yeah, so then we like add different producers camp. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it can hurt their business dramatically just moving over like one space, you know, because the customer will know. look right there, not see them and turn around. So, so for the most part, it's just, you want to keep your space because that's where your customers yeah. remember you. Yeah. It's a kind of like a mini geography, you know, geographical yeah. university. And you got to shop around. But the market info tent has like a map of the market every single day. So you can go pick up one of those and look and see where everybody is. And yeah, it makes it a little easier. Cool. Yeah. So I understand one of you guys brought in a song today. Um, sure did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What is it? Fairy Tale of New York. Yeah, the Pogues. Pogues. Yeah. One of our favorite Christmas songs. Oh, yeah. let's listen. <laughs> nice. <laughs> It was Christmas Eve, babe In the drunk tank An old man said to me Won't see another one And then he sang a song The rare old mountain dew I turned my face away Undreamed about you God, I'm the lucky one Came in like ten to one I've got a feeling This year's from me and you So happy Christmas I love you, baby Hey, this is Let's Eat In. We're back after a brief musical interlude by the Pogues. Um, I'm Kathy Arway, your, uh, your host. Our guests today are Mike Renzi the, um, from the city for the council. Oh, my gosh. The Council for the Environment of New York yeah, City. Yeah, gets it wrong. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Scenic. Scenic. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to stick with that one. Green for market. the green market. Yeah. For the environment. For the city. <laughs> and Liz Carollo, publicity coordinator. Um so we were just talking about um, holidays as they're coming up, and you guys are sticking around town. Uh, Mike's going to go to Pennsylvania for yeah, a few days. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm staying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, one of our coworkers who lives with Mike was just talking about the um, Korean spa. What's it called? Castle, spa Castle? Spa Castle, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go spend a day there. Oh, I'm supposed yeah. to go there tomorrow. <laughs> oh, How nice. funny. Yeah. It'll be like you're coming to my house for Christmas. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Korean. Awesome. Yeah. For those radio listeners. <laughs> right. 
yeah I was thinking cool about. that's funny last week i had a my guests were, were um my coworkers, coworkers, co-teammates of the hoppa kitchen it's a separate club it's all about interracial food yeah kathy people. i want to talk to you about that yeah i googled you when mm-hmm. liz said we were going on the show and you have a half asian club right yeah the hoppa kitchen it's never, a cooking never collective. got the invite well a uh sign up for the mailing list <laughs> and uh no we're, we're planning some events off. uh for january so we haven't haven't really buckled down a whole thing yet a date but um we'll keep you posted that'd be great come eat there so that sounds nice yeah it's <laughs> it's just all about fusing foods from different cultures um some of us have a half-brained notion of having this like mixer night that's like make a hoppa and it's like <laughs> meet somebody from the op- from a different race and oh, I, I don't know you hoppa I'm not really that's sure why. i think you guys are set on that though yeah. so you don't need to come well you can come actually it would be, um, be a quarter anyway yeah at least the inspiration <laughs> so do you cook any korean food at home no never never, never. never picked up any home skills uh, no well my mom is korean you know so she cooked a little bit of korean food when i was growing up but for the most part no but she makes her own sausage which i'm always like right whoa did you say that once no really no (laughs) really oh your dad makes bread he makes bread yeah Yeah, i know i must have asked him like a million times if his mom makes kimchi just because i really want to go learn from someone that knows how yeah he says no every time but i always ask thinking Maybe the answer's going to change. He's going to remember that his mom's like a master kimchi maker. Yeah. Well, it's not too hard to find out from, you know. Right, not, right. It's, it's, actually, it's actually really fun. And with winter cabbage. Everything coming in, I know. Mm-hmm. I'll be yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah, the last, uh, the Sever article a couple months ago, the cover, it was all about kimchi. And it's a good article, and there's a ton of recipes in there. So I was like, well, maybe I'll just, you know, give it a shot. Napa cabbage. Yeah. Yeah. You can Talk take to it to a... your first hapa dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and actually, in a couple of weeks, I'm having um, Kitam O, who makes Mama O's kimchi on the show. Oh, nice. That's yeah. pretty good. I bought it before. Yeah, yeah good stuff. Nice. Um, so you guys cooked uh, dinner last night? You well, had we had a, party? Yeah, a green market party. <laughs> mostly like we ate last night yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh we had a big christmas ham and i made like i don't know 40 biscuits or something i've been hearing so much about hams lately yeah lots of good it was like we made this maple glaze it just it was a packet and you i did mix, that too. you boil well, water with it and it like thickens really up. it wasn't it. syrup <laughs> no it wasn't maple syrup so no, it, was, it was like ah. from a package that came with the ham <laughs> i'd never seen anything like it, it dehydrated maple syrup it, it pretty much was <laughs> which uh, i wouldn't do that again <laughs> which, but it was still pretty good which farm did you get your ham from we didn't <laughs> it was from paisano's on smith street what is what it was just so, <laughs> i think it was last minute that we were like we should bring a ham and so somebody okay. went and picked it up last night yeah gotcha. yeah <laughs> otherwise there's plenty Sunday? of farms to buy hams from yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually i cooked a ham lately from tamarack hollow nice yeah, yeah it was really good we're big fans eat a lot of mike's bacon mike's bacon <laughs> yeah. is the best tamarack hollow yeah. And um, they're always there at the same spot, which is always very helpful. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> <to> go. <laughs> awesome. yeah. Mostly last night we just uh, we drank a lot, ate a lot of dip, and um, yeah, dips. Yeah, yeah. Green, uh, green market you, potlucks are um, hit or miss. You know, sometimes <laughs> we try and like outdo each other, and it ends up being really good. And uh, sometimes we just get really. What lazy. about a green market instead of a potluck? Green market, bring the ingredients and let's cook it. 
Oh, uh, we do that some in our yeah. office because we do cooking demos at the market. And mm-hmm. so we have all these camp stoves. And so what? we can just cook. One day I made uh, collard greens for a... Um, for there's a potluck we were having in our office and it was like eight in the morning and my roommate had taught me how to make them with a can of Budweiser so I have like a pot uh, cooking collard greens next to my desk and a can of Budweiser and my coworkers had started a meeting with Just Food one of our peer organizations uh, uh-huh. and I was like cleaning up and it's like 9 a.m. and I'm walking through the office with this can of Budweiser because I was going to recycle it and I was like they cannot take us seriously <laughs> we're walking through the office with like beer you know <laughs> but I highly hey, recommend cooking collard greens and Budweiser. It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really is good. Wow, I never thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> collard greens are so funky tasting anyway. You'd think you need some, uh, maybe that'll Chipotle do Chipotle pepper yeah? and Budweiser. So good. Gosh, yep. <laughs> I'll have to give that a shot. Yeah. Collards. Yeah stuff <laughs> so we're going to <laughs> do our christmas dinner at carmine's in brooklyn oh that's nice mm-hmm. that's cool that you guys have um a real you guys like work so closely with each other um at the with everybody at the green market that is yeah. like it's a tight-knit team oh yeah oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah we're all in love with each other Ooh. <laughs> we're a pretty good team does anybody else in the organization date each other are there any other couples or? um a couple of them have dated farmers or farm workers couple of us of the farmers or farm workers. i've never done that at all <laughs> nothing never oh you have you're you're totally guilty <laughs> um yeah but mike what is about like you, mike <laughs> yeah dated a farmer yeah <laughs> no no <laughs> he's like 10 floors below our office and our office is like teeming with young cute girls so it doesn't it's not very hard to like come <laughs> waste a couple hours yeah <laughs> my office is four 50 year old guys <laughs> and me so yeah we hire Small like department. seasonal managers and it's like 20 20 to 20, 20 to 30 year old girls uh-huh. <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> so there's like a lot of excitement and energy around all the time so and- it's the 20 30 year old girls and then th- four <laughs> old dudes and mm-hmm. you this is too easy. It's like shooting vision a barrel. Yeah, the ratio is totally off. Right, right. Working in the green market. Yeah. <laughs> so, I do you guys know any anybody else who's like dating in the? I don't know this small. I feel like there's this like, you know, this click, this family, as you refer to. Um, I feel like I, they don't tell. They wouldn't tell me because they they get in trouble. Like, yeah, that's true. It's <laughs> dating anyone dating, or dating each other. Um, dating each other because I mean traditionally dating in the same workforce is mm-hmm. is not looked as upon as a good thing. Um, it's generally disencouraged. Yeah, I would have a little bit of trouble with it. I like that Mike like couldn't care less about food, you know, because it's like my whole life. And then I don't. I don't know, know how Kathy feels about that right now. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have to drag them through the market sometimes. They'll eat it, you know. I get to cook as much as I want still, but I, yeah, I don't know if mm-hmm. I could do it. I don't know. What is your What is your projects usually based around then, Mike? Um, oh, we do. So open space gardening has nothing to do with the green market, actually. Mm-hmm. We do community gardens. Yeah. So, you know, there are, say, 600 community gardens in the city that are registered with the Parks Department. And we've built or done major construction on about 60 of those. So right now we're building three community gardens. Great. Where are they? Uh, one's in the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Wishing Well. And there's mm-hmm. one in the East Village called Generation X. And there's one in um, Bedford-Stuyvesant, Brownsville, called Phoenix Garden. 
Sounds awesome. Yeah, so that's what the that's what the old guys are doing. The men's men in the <laughs> office. <laughs> Making. So they're so they're building gardens. Yeah, we also do we do some rainwater harvesting. Mm-hmm. We've built like sixty or so of those. Wow! Yeah. Can you tell me what exactly is rainwater force uh, harvesting? Oh, like, it's just like a, like you take a gutter. Mm-hmm. It's basically like a a gutter and then a tank. You okay. know? and you can kind of gussy it up a little bit, but it's it's gonna and be in a, within the gardens, right? Just setting it up. So yeah, yeah. You, you could do it anywhere. You know, anywhere good. there's a roof. We did one at. Uh, the PS1, PF1 exhibit okay. last year, that big thing that was like a cascading garden. Um, but yeah, you could put it anywhere. And this is for like on like client type basis? They hire you guys to help consult? Uh, no, or... we have a contract with the Parks Department right okay. now to build, I think, 30 rainwater harvesting systems in the next year or so. That's exciting. Yeah, so that's yeah. what we're doing. Because yeah, I've been cool. seeing so many people more people growing food in community gardens. Um, yeah, I'm always like surprised I'm going to gardens and like <coughs> how little food, you know, like I've been to so many gardens it. that, yeah, that weren't growing food at all. And there are more and more. Yeah. Of this, but um, it's, it's like, a, it's yeah, it's like a geography thing, you know, just because of the way the city works. Gardens in Manhattan will probably be more open space and gardens in the other boroughs will be food and stuff like that, you know. So like our garden in the East Village that we're building right now, has a little children's garden on the side, but it has a stage, has a bunch of flags, it has a bunch of shade structures. Because people want to use it as a... They're just like, smaller. Okay, they're you smaller. Know? I mean, so for a lot of other reasons as well, to... but mostly because they're smaller. Okay, cool. Yeah, I have saw um, the Garden of Happiness in the Bronx. There's mm-hmm. tons of veggies. And, oh, good. Yeah. Like, they have a chicken run, too. It's it's a real like a small you know little farm in itself. Yeah. <laughs> One of the programs where I work, learn it, grow it, eat it. Um, they work with uh, students in the Bronx and they grow food, teach about nutrition, and they grow food and then they sell food at market. Like they do oh, cool. everything. So what's that called? Learn it, grow it, eat it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. So they do it, it's all in the Bronx. Cool. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of. Um, you know, this wintry conditions we've been having this weekend. How do you think, <laughs> how does that affect your work working at community gardens or for you, Mike? Oh, well, well, I think start. for both of us, <laughs> it slows down in the winter a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're a lot more office stuff. And uh, we take a lot of vacation time. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. We're like, we're, we're planning a big party for a bunch of our gardeners. That'll happen nice. later next month. Yeah. Um, and then putting together proposals and stuff like that. Each of the gardens has a little bit of work they need done, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. We only have was, like 18 markets that stay open um, through the winter. Right. So we we slow down considerably. Most of our Must staff do. is done. They're all Less seasonal. farmers at the markets Less farmers, too. right. They're all like in Florida or, you know, I was actually seed catalogs. This Saturday at Grand Army Plaza, I checked out the market right before the blizzard hit mm-hmm. and like the blizzard it was yeah and it was freezing and i mean how do you how do you feel like i always feel bad when i'm buying from people who are like you know obviously i couldn't sit there out in the cold yeah well they're forever. they have we were out at grand yeah, army we for a while Saturday, too actually, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. and it was so, our friend was doing a film project so we were helping him but oh my god it was so cold but they just have their tricks they like put sides of their tents yeah. down they have little heaters they they're do jumping bundled jacks. up yeah well, one of mike's friends was um was selling Christmas trees. We got him a do- job selling Christmas trees, mm-hmm. and he said he was warm. Oh, that's <laughs> like, good. Yeah. And he had it's barely more than about, we did. On. I'm from Pennsylvania, so I've been in the cold a lot. But uh-huh. I was—I've n- never 
Like it's standing in one place that makes you cold. Right. You know? I was exactly. in Samba's, These guys are used and to I was just standing yeah. around for an hour and a half and I was freezing. That's Absolutely. Not, that's the and they're all standing on something. It's your feet that get so cold standing on the pavement, but totally. they bring like rubber mats or cardboard or wood or something. And that makes a big difference. But honestly, I, th- I always wonder if they have like those toe, those feet warmers or hand warmer things that I like hope stay so. warm. I think I they're just, just I'm so they're amazed. Tough yeah, crowd. they're tough. Yeah. You know, they're, they're usually when they work in the cold, they're doing actual physical work Mm -hmm. so i i always feel like this this whole selling part the whole green market aspect of their job is totally different uh demands and it's just a testament of their will that they stick it out i think they like that aspect of it when i ask (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, i've asked a lot of farmers this because i always wonder because it's such a such a to me it's like such a crazy life to like get up at two in the morning you know leave the farm all day be at the market and then the next day get up and be on the farm all day and you have to wear so many hats that they like they like them both equally you know they like being on the farm most of them like the farm a little bit better but they love coming in and like take a lot of satisfaction selling directly to the customers and stuff so yeah i don't know cheers to them for that and they're appreciative of the customers that come out in the winter so you can't really you can't feel too bad if you're there shopping they're not moving yeah (laughs) we're like (laughs) and like one of our market managers yesterday was like oh it was so fun one of the customers brought a bunch of fish soup and one uh, another customer brought us all hot chocolate that's amazing that was in cortelio and she was like one they had a big snowball fight i was like okay well whatever you got to do on like a 20 degree day you get you do it oh (laughs) wow good fish soup i know i was like well that (laughs) sounds pretty good that actually was so enthusiastic about it that i had to be like well maybe it tasted good i don't know (laughs) fish soup doesn't sound that's an odd one to bring to somebody hey fish soup i i think i gotta try that sometimes it surprised me that there was leftover fish soup for them to bring usually it's like cookies or today i brought truffles for everyone here fish soup It's just like a container change. Yeah. <laughs> right. Fish soup is good. I mean, I haven't done that in a long time. Now I'm all inspired. Yeah, you could take some to your farmers. Fish soup. <laughs> For farmers and everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's hard. It's like this, there's still so much snow on the sidewalk or finding parking. I mean, they all and, our managers are just shoveling snow. And their, yeah. their products freeze too. Everything. The produce totally frozen. Yeah. I saw people with tomatoes yesterday yeah, me too. I saw tomatoes. that were rocks. Yeah, I couldn't believe I bought tomatoes on <laughs> the like, table what? on Saturday. Yeah, <laughs> frozen solid. My spinach I got was like totally frozen when I got home. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay, that's yeah. one for the freezer now. Yeah, but lucky for the meat people, they don't have to worry about the coolers and stuff. So yeah, much. it works perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally sanitary here. Yeah, yeah. So, cool. all right. So, thanks so much for coming on the air, guys. Again, for you, Liz, this is your fourth appearance on Heritage yeah, Radio Network. Veteran <laughs> and Mike, this is your first, right? Or, oh, yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank. It was good to have you on Let's Eat In. Cool, thanks. I'd like to thank Fairway Market once again, Jack Insley and Nat Wiener. Thanks so much for coming on, joining on Let's Eat In. See you next week.